Hey, it's your girl, Karen with the fuckery. Um, so yeah, so a lot of people are asking me, like, what is your podcast going to be about? What are you going to be talking about? What, what are you doing? So, um, I was like, all right, I'll let y'all know what I'm doing. Um, I'm launching a podcast January 1st, 2020. It's my passion project and my brainchild. Um, I love radio. I've always loved radio. I have a BA in media communications. I was at the radio station at both my colleges. Um, I've been up to Hot 97 a number of times. I've been up to iHeart and 105.1 in New York a couple times. I saw advertisement for CBS and wrote commercials. And um, my Instagram has just been kind of popping off. And I've always had a lot to say when I sit with my homies and we just talk. And I was like, let's just record those conversations and put it out there because there's a lot of things that we need to talk about and people don't really want to say it or they're uncomfortable talking about it and if you know me you know that I'm not really that uncomfortable talking about it like let's talk about things that we need to talk about let's talk about relationships let's talk about what healthy relationships look like let's talk about what it's like dating in your 20s what it's like dating in your 30s what it's like dating in your 40s let's talk about parenthood and what it's like parenting our millennials and what it's like parenting when you have teenage kids and what it's like parenting when they're babies versus when they're adults um let's talk about finances and like the things your mother never told you but probably should have you know or why we don't teach taxes in school and managing a checkbook but we just expect kids to know that and they don't get their they don't get their education or they don't get an education in that at home and and how those structures kind of affect a grown man or a grown woman who could then be 20 30 40 struggling to figure that out and manage that shit um let's talk about you know just your careers and the options that we're taking and the things that we're making um for for our community so that's that's some of the things i wanted to talk about but i also wanted to talk about like so one of the things I thought about when I was like, Karen, another podcast, right? It's like Red and Rihanna came out with Fenty. And it's like, you know, there's already good makeup out there. How well is this going to do? But then that shit pops off. Um, so I thought about it and I was like, well, Karen, another podcast. Like, what's going to make your... Because everybody asks me that. What's going to make your podcast different from everybody else's podcast? And I was like, I don't know because I don't listen to nobody else's podcast, really. But um, I started about thinking about the demographics and... Um, the niche markets, right? So there's, I, I wanted to represent women like me, uh, particularly, because that's all I can speak to, right? Who I am, and I know I'm a unicorn, but nonetheless, I wanted to speak to women like me. And when I was looking around, I was like, I seen podcasts that are like really ratchet. They just really ratchet. And I love Cardi. I'm from the Bronx, like born and raised. Like I get it. You know what I mean? And I love a cocoa from the cocoa man and the dollar spot for a slice. And if we got to get down and bust a bottle, I, I get it. You know what I mean? I've been there. Um, but I don't live there anymore. And that's not the place where I'm at. And then I thought about um, the other side of that spectrum where there's women that are running businesses and are very successful. But they act like you didn't come from the hood or you ain't never fucked with a hood nigga. So you don't understand that type of situation either and I wanted to bring some median in there you know what I mean I saw podcasts that was like moms talking about being moms and their kids is two and I'm like bro that shit is easy right now wait till they're in high school and there's fighting and social media and hair and makeup and sexism and racism and and then talk to me about momming right or 
you know, I thought about like what role models do young women have out there right now as far as women of color, you know, and where where are they placed? Where is that placement for for them? Cause like I don't not I'm not knocking the love and hip hop chicks. They my friends actually. And I'm not knocking the, the 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 TV shows, and I'm not knocking being somebody's baby mom or coming up with a hustle. Like, go ahead, sis, do your thing. I, 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 yo, work it. But at the same time, like, what are we teaching our young women? Because in media, the you know the perception of African American and Latino women is very limited. It's very limited, you know, and 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 the the, the depictions. Not just as wives and mothers, but also just as humans and, con- you know, what we contribute sometimes is minimized. And I was like, I want to bring a show that actually is like, wow, like, yeah, we could go to Fordham or 125th or Brooklyn and I throw my Tims on or my J's and I walk around and I'm normal and I'm natural and I'm human. But I could still take it to a boardroom and, and throw some red bottoms on and, and, and talk my shit and walk my walk. And I think that... um that's important because we don't have we don't have enough of that we don't have enough women that are represented in media that show both levels of 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 the the gambit that run the gambit or both levels of the circuit you know what i mean it's it's the oprah's and the gales and uh let's sit down and you know it's my mom you know or it's like this 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 woman who who are just being depicted as being like you know, baby mamas and living off dudes and having relationships with men and kind of not in a healthy space sometimes, at least that's how it's depicted. And um, I felt like we needed a place where where it's not like that, where it's not like that, where, where your daughters and yourself could be like, okay, I could relate to this because, you know, I, I did grow up in this situation and I know what it feels like to live in the projects and not have money and eat whipped cheese and all that kind of stuff but I but I also know that you know that I clean up well and that my education is still there you know and my experiences are still there and 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 I'm and I'm not stuck in any particular box in fact I can outgrow the boxes that people put me in and so in starting the podcast that's what I was thinking like how can we create something um that that kind of emulates a lot of just regular women who are dealing with everyday things who who are not famous and who are not rich but who are not stay-at-home moms with rich husbands who allow them to kind of you know just do whatever they want and so I think for me it was bringing this sense of reality um and the sense of culture and the sense of maturity and growth and something that's new into a market where it doesn't I don't see a space for that and there are other you know, women that have other shows too, but they're very niche. They're very like financial or cooking or, you know, entrepreneurial or whatever. And, and, you know, they don't necessarily bring the fuckery with that. And I feel like if you know me, you know that I'm, I'm exactly a balance of like who I So another thing I want to talk about is, um, relationships. And I, I, I get tired of relationships to tell you the truth. I, my personal feelings are my personal feelings. And I will tell you that throughout the show. Um, in a nutshell, I feel like I've been married and I'm divorced. And I kind of feel like sometimes people need an identity of their own versus an identity of a relationship. 
and we kind of put so much it's like you walk into a room and the two things people ask you first are what do you do for a living and are you in a relationship like that defines who you are that's going to tell me how much respect I need to give you and I don't believe in that I personally don't believe in that and I personally believe in as a society we put too much um emphasis on it but a few months ago I was at a talk my girlfriend invited me to a talk and it was a panel of men who were speaking to women and it was a room full of women an auditorium full of women and while everybody was waiting for these men to answer their questions I was sitting there going like damn we all pay what $75 a head there's about three four hundred people in here let me do this calculation real quick and then I started listening to what they were saying and I was just like I don't I'm not knocking the men who give advice to women because it is beneficial I'm just saying like yo sis you're paying some man or you're buying this book from some man to tell you a what your man told you B, what your grandma told you. C, what your best friend told you. And D, what I'm going to tell you right now. Um, in that, like, we always, females are always looking for some kind of higher meaning of, like, I don't know what he meant when he said this. Listen, and I will talk about it and we'll have shows about it, whatever the case may be. But men are not that hard to figure out, ladies. Y'all just have it. Y'all want it, y'all want it to be deep because y'all deep. They not deep. They not deep. If he say... I don't really want a relationship. That means he don't really want a relationship. It's not like a joke or nothing. It's not, you know, look for layers. There's no layers. It means I don't want a relationship. Now, it could mean I don't want a relationship with you or I just don't want a relationship. But either way, he's telling you that he's not going to give you what you want. So you could sit there and you could say, well, we've been chilling for six months and he come over my house all the time and he spend the night and da, 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 da. But he keeps saying he don't want a relationship. He don't. He don't. He don't want to commit to you. And he's not lying. Believe him when he tell you. You know, I feel like sometimes women get mad because their friend is like, yo, I don't know why she coming at me like this or why is she mad because I went back with him. Because your friend is trying to protect you, honey. And your friend is trying to tell you that this man is no good or this relationship is not healthy for you. She's not jealous. I Probably not most of the time. Um... And I think that sometimes we need to kind of assess ourselves as sisters and be like, yo, you know, when I got divorced, just real quick, real quickly, and then, you know, I'm going to let this go, and this is probably for another show, but when I got divorced, I didn't tell nobody. I didn't tell nobody I was leaving my husband. I didn't tell my best friend, and I love her to death, and I didn't tell my best friend. I told my mother, and I told my sister. That was it. And I didn't even have a conversation. I told them. Because I felt like anybody I had the conversation with was going to try to talk me out of it. And I didn't need anyone to talk me out of it. I knew that. I said to myself, I said, if this wasn't me, if I was giving the advice to somebody else, what would I tell them? I swear to God, that's what I did. I said, what would I tell them? And I, I, I would have told the person, you need to get out of here. You need to get out of here a long time ago. So I didn't need no one to tell me what I needed to do. You know, I knew what I needed to do. Now, what my stomach said to do and what my brain said to do might not have necessarily been the same thing. But sometimes you got to listen to your gut and you got to you got to you got to put your heart away and you got to listen to what's in your best interest. And so I I moved out of my the house that I was living in with my with my husband. I, I packed the Nike duffel bag and I left. 
I asked him to leave. He said, I'm not leaving. I said, he's a 200 fucking pound man. I wasn't going to fight him. I was like, yo, this is my house. But if you want to have it, I'll buy another fucking house. And, and I packed my bag and I left. And I never went back. And I didn't tell anyone in my life for nine months. Not because I was pregnant. No, because I wasn't. Um, that's how long it took for me to get comfortable with the idea where I could have conversations with other people about it and not feel like they're going to try to talk me out of it or I'm going to rethink this. I, I left and I made a plan and I have my plan. And I don't say that to say everybody could do that, but I say that to say that sometimes you don't need somebody else to tell you what to do. And sometimes the answer that you need, you have in front of you. And sometimes you're dissecting things that you don't need to dissect. Um, and I felt like there was a voice there that, that I could be like a big sister or a cousin or an aunt or even my best friend who, when I told her, was like, you know what, Karen, if this is the decision you made, I know you. And I know you for a long time. And so, um, you know, I'm, what, if, if this is what you want, I support you. Um, but, um, so yeah, I want to I talk about relationships and I want to talk about how they work and I want to talk about I want to talk to men about relationships and women about relationships because I feel like there's always like I've always you know I be on the phone on the toilet don't don't talk about me um answering the questions some of the people pose to some of the men and I just be like yo sis are you really serious like are you really serious like you asking this question like you don't you don't know where you stand. Why are we not having these conversations? And then also, like, if you can't have, if you're sleeping with a man, ladies, and you can't have a, a healthy conversation with him about this relationship, a check-in or whatever, then you need to mature in the situation you're in. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? You need to mature in the situation you're in. Like, why are you calling him every day and hanging with him every day and cooking with him in there every day and fucking him every day? And you can't say something so basic and so simple like, yo, you know, what's the situation because I want to get married one day or I want to have children one day or let me just check in. And I, I've dated guys where I was just like, yo, this is just like our, you know, a three month check in. Every three months we going to sit and we going to have a check in and I'm going to just check in that you OK, that I'm OK. Is this working for you? Is it not working for you? Like people need to do that. Like relationships don't just work and it's not going to work necessarily getting out advice from somebody outside of the relationship. Y'all need to check in with each other, not check in outside. And, and if you can't do that and you feel like you can't do that, then that's, that's, then that's a relationship you need to question because y'all supposed to be able to vibe so openly that you can check in with each other and it don't even seem like it's a task or it's daunting, you know? And then on the flip side of things, men and women, if something is not for you, it's not for you, you know? And that's okay too. I've, I've gone on dates and I've met really really I don't know where women be like I, don't, I can't meet a good man I actually meet really nice guys I met a really nice guy and he was really nice and we went out a couple times we hung out and I was like yo he mad cool people like if I'm if I if I you know went out and I was chilling I'd be like yo come come hang with us come have some drinks let's dance whatever but it wasn't my person right listen to that again I met I meet mad cool people mad cool they energy i'm vibing you know if they was they could be one of the homies like yo we all gonna go out get the crew together type shit but it wasn't my person it just wasn't my person you know what i mean on on a on, like we clicked on the, the whole crew thing but we ain't click on like me and you vibing like and and it's not nobody did anything wrong nobody said anything foul it wasn't anything like that it just was like 
I can't be 100% of myself when I'm with you. And I was like, that's not my person. Like, I'm going to know who my person is because I'm going to feel it. I'm going to know what it feels like. I'm going to know how that flow is. And this is this don't have that flow. Mad cool people. Like, I'll hook him up with one of the chicks I know. Like, good guy. Good guy. Handsome. Got his shit together. Like, good. Good. But that doesn't mean it's your person. And it's okay to say, like, this is not my person. Not, I'm going to buy him clothes. Not, I'm going to change this. Not, I'm going to do this. And fellas, you too. Like, it's okay to meet a beautiful woman and be like, yo, she has all the attributes of a woman that I would marry. But personality-wise, you know what I mean? Like, I like her. She's cool. But she's not, you know, I'm not in love with her. It's not somebody I feel like I'm going to fall in love with. Like, you know? And that's okay. That's okay. This, this, I've met a lot of people where you're like, yo, he, he's mad cool. He look good on paper. You don't really give me butterflies in my vagina. But, you know, he cool. And we need to be able to have that conversation with ourselves, too. Because sometimes we forcing things because we're like, yo, I met this guy. And, and, and on paper, he looks good. Or I met this woman and her body looked good. And she doing this and she doing that. And they might be doing this and doing that. And there's things that you're interested in about. But when the two of y'all are in a room together or a space together, y'all don't just vibe. Y'all don't vibe. And it's okay. It's okay to just be like, yo, that's not my person. It's a cool person, but it's not my person. And I think that we don't have enough conversations about that. That's why people end up in unhealthy relationships. Because you're trying to stick a round key in a triangle keyhole and make it work. You know? And then we're also going to talk about sex. Because, like, people don't be wanting to talk about that shit. But we need to talk about that. We need to talk about it as women. We need to talk about it as mothers. We need to talk about it as partners. We need to talk it from a female's perspective. We need to talk about it from a male perspective. We need to talk about it because we need we need to talk about health perspective. So we're definitely going to talk about that, of course. Um, and then I wanted to talk about, like, generational curses. Because, like, I, I feel like lately in my life I've been, like, looking at things. And I've been analyzing things that I've learned and things that I see other people. I be really deep in my thoughts. And I was like damn, we don't really pay attention to so much of who we are that's learned. And then how we take that learned behavior and then go ahead and, you know, translate it to somebody else. And and where rarely do we kind of reflect on where we learned that behavior and where it came from and, and what parts of it are good and what parts of it are bad and what parts of it we maybe need to look at and change. And so... I feel like looking at some of the generational curses um, for for people is really important. And not just from a minority or a majority point of view, but also for as a female um, in, in today's society and what that looks like. Because it's not it's not like what we what we think and it's not like what it used to be. But we we have a lot of those trends and ideas in our heads, you know, when we're raising our own daughters and and what we expect of them. I had a conversation recently with my mother about my daughter because my, my daughter didn't want to do something and um I was with her on it I was like you know if this is your truth live in your truth and be who you are and my mom was like nah do the right thing and I was like mom but the right thing is subjective and the right thing requires me to sacrifice well not me but my daughter to sacrifice part of who she is or something that she don't necessarily believe in and I'm not with that I'm not with that. I'm I'm in you being a voice and you live in your truth and living behind your voice. And and yes, we're going to be kind to people 
and we're just not going to be assholes. But at the same time, we're not going to suppress who we are and what we think and how we feel to coax somebody else into what is right. You know, and I and I say right with the with the air quotes, because that's that uh, that's subjective. Right. And it just depends on the situation. So we're going to be talking about stuff like that. Um, we're going to talk about the kids. We're going to talk about cars. We're going to talk about hip hop culture. We're going to talk about education. We're going to talk about music. We, um, we're going to round table with some of my friends. They're, they're all nice people and jokesters and funny and, um, bringing some of the ladies, bringing some of the gents and kind of use this as a platform to bring awareness to other things that are going on. Um, and other stuff that we're doing. Um, so yeah, so say it loud is pretty much me saying everything I need to say at an octave, probably too high for everybody, but that's what I'm going to do regardless. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. Um, we're gonna we're gonna drop some snippets before, and then um, and then we're gonna launch in January. Uh, we'll have a show once a week, and um, it could be anything. It could be anything from me having a roundtable talk to me hanging with the dudes to me talking to the kids to me just I don't know talking to y'all and y'all engaging with me because I definitely like that. Um, as of right now, listen to the snippets. I'm about to edit this and get it up there for you on the site. Um, we on Spotify. Say it loud. Go search me on my Instagram. I, I am Karen L. Um, it's popping. It's so popping. It's Friday fuckery. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Because that's what we're doing right now. And um, yeah, let's let's get this popping. Let's get the numbers up. Definitely share it. Listen when you can. If you want to engage with me, definitely send a question. DM me through Instagram. Um, the website's going to be up uh, January. We're going to get that up and running. Um, I'm working on Respect the Grays with Digitex Films. So we have that coming soon. Um, definitely Hamadi will be on the show. Uh, and, you know, he just brings all this energy. He's like a ball of energy when he comes in the room. Um, Farrah, who's a good friend of mine, will be on there sharing and talking about her business ventures that we're working on together so it's, there's a lot of things coming for 2020 i'm so excited um about everything that's going on i can't wait to share it with, with all y'all and bring everything to y'all i'm gonna have everybody's hands on deck for this and um, i'm looking forward to it so say it and say it loud right yeah